Female Link is now canon, so now my weird fetish isn't so weird. Games podcast. This is level 53. Shit has officially been lost. Subtitled, Where in the hell is Derek San Diego? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. We had a fabulous Nintendo Direct Splatfest all over our faces. We are here with Derek Cranenveld, Juan Carlos. We are ready to get into it, boy. Shall we start with the Nintendo Direct or go down the list? I feel like we're at 53 episodes. When are we going to grow up and stop it with the. Uh... Never. The, inf- the you know, you know what I'm talking about. I feel like I, we're alienating some of, you know, some listeners. Or if we had listeners, we'd be alienating them. <laughs> uh, with some of the comments that are made. And I think that, you know, we could tone it down. Here's the deal. I dress up as a cartoon horse uh, at comic book conventions. So, ain't never going to grow up. I have a tattoo of Link on my inside left arm. I, I think. I'm pretty much marked for life. We're going to start off with what I want to talk about first. Is, is, it, the, is it the Rule 34 stuff you were talking about a few minutes ago? No, it wasn't even Rule 34. <clears throat> you just came into the wrong part. We had a Nintendo Direct today, boys. Did you see probably my favorite and one more thing of the year? Cloud in Smash Brothers. Can I get an amen? Amen. Brother. Amen. Amen. And he's got his Advent Children alternate costume. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Holy shit. I was at my desk at work and I was watching it and I did not believe what I was seeing. I I, I flipped the fuck out and I wish Josh was here because I'm going to steal his line that a Nintendo game officially has a bigger PlayStation All-Star than PlayStation All-Stars <laughs> Battle Royale. That was, that was so funny when he, when I saw that. Because it's completely true. Like, like the first, like the first time you see the roster in PlayStation All Star, you're like, "Who are any of these people except for Kratos?" And Kratos <laughs> is like five. Year? And Kratos is even like, like Kratos is like five years old. I, I, Were there any classic characters in that game? I don't even recall. I don't think so. Parappa. Yeah, but Parappa also is pretty irrelevant, seeing as he had one game. Yeah, two games. No, um, he was um. The other one was called Um Jammer Lammy, and he no. it, was, it wasn't even about him. Time to consult the book of knowledge. But I, I'm just at a loss. I'm I, I couldn't. I, I yelped because I, I got off of work at two thirty five. My students come rushing in to play Smash Brothers, but I said, "Look, we're gonna watch this Nintendo Direct. I know some of you were looking at it during six period when you shouldn't have, so don't ruin <laughs> shit for me." And so I'm sitting there and then two of my students who were watching it in real time while I was watching it like 10 minutes behind, their eyes just light up and they come to me and says, look, whatever you do, don't fast forward. But the hype is legit. Like, <laughs> just, I'll tell you what, just go straight to Reggie talking and then just let it play from, from there. I put it on the big digital screen in my room. We all watched it. And at first I thought, okay, this is Metroid. This is Metroid. It's space. Then it became, you know what? Well, okay, maybe it's Wolf being confirmed and then when i saw the cross i'm like okay they're doing another franchise they're the super smash brothers cross what and when the final fantasy logo came up and then when i saw the roman numeral for seven i had to count on my hands i'm like wait is that a seven (laughs) is that a fucking seven i I, i'm like no no you madmen no (laughs) And, and and sure enough the you see the boots and the the sword and i'm like oh my god it it really happened and just this is bigger than ryu this is bigger than mega man i mean cuz those at least you could see there's a feasible chance of those characters making it into a nintendo game cloud has never been on any the, nintendo platform only, well well there if you count that theat rhythm uh, music rhythm game that came out last year for the 3ds ah yeah, that's that's where Cloud showed up, but he had that cartoony, very um, simple form for that game, but not in the way that we see him in his true Final Fantasy mm-hmm. Advent Children style. No, uh, we haven't. So, but for that Cloud to be in Smash Brothers alongside your Mario's, your Sonics, your Mega Man's, your Ryu's, your Shulks, I mean, it, it's insane. 
it, there there is no reason not to have this game now, like at all. There isn't, and like I'm not even a big Final Fantasy VII fanboy. I'm a huge Advent Children fanboy. That's one of my favorite movies. I love I love the the style, the aesthetic, the aesthetic. <laughs> that's a that's a specific shout out to one person who's listening. But my I love the aesthetic. Um, I, I I love the toys. I just I love that whole fucking movie, and then like the couple of spinoff games that I never played. Like I've barely played Final Fantasy VII. Like I got to the part where you met the girl that gets murdered at the end and got bored. <laughs> so that's how little I've gotten into it. But I, but you have to admit that a character that is synonymous with the PlayStation One that was. Uh, yeah, but is, it, of, it, I feel like it's not synonymous with the PlayStation One anymore because Final Fantasy VII is available all over the place. But when we well, think Final Steam. Fantasy VII, like we just think it as a PlayStation entity, like for that, sure, that, yeah, and just that's because like the most when iconic we character. experience, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, because I mean, you think Xbox? Oh, that's Master Chief. When you say yeah. PlayStation, give me the character that is the poster boy for PlayStation. It, it's Cloud is there. I mean, more than Kratos. More than Parappa the Rapper, it, it's Cloud, and it's okay. Sephiroth. I mean, it's that whole franchise. It's that not that franchise, that game, that's PlayStation. And for Cloud yeah. to be in Smash Brothers, and I gotta admit that model is perfect. the The model that they chose for the game is absolutely perfect. It's beautiful, and to see Cloud taking on Ike and the other characters from Fire Emblem. I mean, everyone in my room, including myself, I couldn't even, I was just with my hands up in the air in disbelief. I, cause I would tell people there would be no possible way there. It's not going to happen. Sony would not let it happen. You know, Square Enix, it's not going to happen. And then you see the Theat Rhythm game. And it was like, okay, well, Crystal Chronicles. Yeah. If we see Final Fantasy, we're going to get a Crystal Chronicles character. I thought I, 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 until I saw the seven, I thought, oh my God, we're getting a new Crystal Chronicles. We're gonna get a proper mm-hmm. 3DS Wii U Crystal Chronicles game, and then I saw the seven, and a, I'm like, "That'd be so amazing, though." So amazing. yeah, but then it was I, a great the, game, and that's that is that is enough for you to bankroll a land party night. Go get a game, absolutely. Get all, all get a bunch of uh, SPs, get the links, get the game, get a bunch of dudes together. Um, uh, you know, have a you know moderate spot fest and then play uh crystal chronicles but like i thought i was i was like oh my fucking god are we getting a new crystal chronicles and then the seven showed up and i had to fucking like pull out my roman numeral cheat sheet and just like <laughs> you're like you're like, like okay google convert <laughs> roman numeral okay. seven into regular in like regular integers <laughs> into to arabic numbers but but, but I, I was like i was like wait are they remaking six or like what is what is going five and i was like no like, no I, I drove home, I like muttering to myself, "You, you goddamn madmen, you, <laughs> you monsters, you did it! What? I don't know how you did you it. You fucking did it. You, like, I don't know how you did it. <laughs> you, I, what, what deal you bargained with the the uh, the netherworld? But my God, like if you would have told me a year ago that we're gonna see Final Fantasy VII's Cloud that model in a Nintendo game in Smash Brothers, I would say you're absolutely nuts. You're absolutely crazy. You have no business in video game journalism. Get out." <laughs> and, and and now it uh, like Gamergate I was, was right. Now anything, I, I can never n- now nothing is possible, like uh, or impossible. I should say nothing's impossible. I mean, if we if this just happens, hell, we're what one week away from hearing Goku's in it. Like <laughs> at this point, it's like all right, SpongeBob will be there in three weeks. It it's insane. I'm so happy and excited. And now on top of that, we're getting the the Smash Brothers dedicated special announcement event next month like yeah. and and who and we were going to probably hear more about the smash uh, fighter ballot will we see shantae added will we see shovel knight which is pretty much guaranteed but aside from shovel knight maybe john cena oh god i <laughs> uh, see this is where josh is missed completely <laughs> so <laughs> i feel like the oh, sorry go ahead. sorry I, sorry no you go for it no i was just uh saying like this this is the absolute most insane news uh and, and how dare they give all this hype and now poor amiibo party or amiibo festival is going to go unnoticed tomorrow well and so i hope that i hope that cloud being added to and and, it, and i unfortunately i couldn't watch the direct because pretty much any gaming related site is blocked at my work um <laughs> 
I love, I got, <laughs> Derek was so, like, yeah. So I was, so it was tough because, uh, you know, like, like Shane's like, oh, I'm going home to watch it right now. Uh, well, I stayed at work. You I know, he, work, babe. he watched the whole thing, only posted one thing about it, but, uh, besides edited the point, two, edited two more besides the point, uh, <laughs> he's like, you know, I'm like, well, what's going on? And he's like, he starts emailing me and like, literally it's, it started at two and it's like two Oh one. And he's like, he's like twilight princess HD. And I'm like, fuck you. Stop lying. And then like, <laughs> and he's like, wolf amiibo. And I'm like, fuck you, man. Like, it's just. I don't believe anything you say. And You're then he's like, like, it's 201. It's 201. Yeah, I was like, it's that's not possible. Like, it just started like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> and uh, and he keeps emailing me, and I'm just not believing anything he's saying. And then, like, <laughs> then I saw someone post about Cloud, and I was like, I don't believe anything. And But it pretty much all, it, it, I don't think you actually said anything that wasn't true to me. Exactly. <laughs> but that amiibo looks amazing. And, so so there, there's that amiibo which is really cool but i'm also hoping that because of you know the cloud is like because cloud is confirmed that did they say anything about a cloud amiibo because i know when they announced oh my god because i know when they announced ryu and stuff like that they said that they were working on amiibo oh damn it for they, them you too, know what, right? i did not think of that and you're absolutely right and there's no they didn't. Thing, we're gonna get one we're absolutely gonna get one which is here's, which is here's i'm really excited where about. i think they might run into a problem with that is that um, Square Enix owns a, a toy company, uh, Play Arts. Yeah. Yes. And um, they're knowing how uh, Japanese, uh, uh, what's what's the word? Not not trademarking, but image image laws work. That there's at least my Western very ballpark knowledge. There's a lot of image like licensing mm-hmm. and. They knowing well. I mean, they did fucking put them in a Nintendo game for Christ's sake. But knowing Square Enix, they might be like, "Well, we get a bigger cut of the Amiibo sales because we own his image uh, in toys." Mm-hmm. Good. Point. So I just that- feel like they're. I just feel like if they're gonna do anything necessary to you like to make the full collection, like the fact that they're making a Ryu one and and they've made these other third party ones like Mega Man and stuff like that, like. Yeah, and Sonic and and all that sort of stuff. Like, um, you know, they're not. I feel like they're not going. Like, like it might have been part of the okay, we're putting him in the game, but we have to be able to make an amiibo for it because I feel like it would be silly to literally have the entire Smash Brothers roster as amiibo figures, except for have, one character. And we just got uh up breaking, not breaking, but just updated a little while ago that that Smash Brothers broadcast that's coming next month in December is reportedly going to be, according to Nintendo UK, the last one for Smash Brothers Wii U. Really? So after this one next month, no more new updates. So we might finally learn of the fighter ballot, who are the winners, which characters we are going to see. And if they're going to see the last one, those fighters might already be done. Yeah. I mean, if, if Cloud was... If because Cloud was top of that list, he was near the top. And if that ballot ended sometime in August and it only took this long to make Cloud, then we should be close to Shovel Shovel Knight's pretty much done. Uh, I'm pretty sure Shantae's in there, but we still have think, room for two more. Do you think with questions. Shovel Knight they would pull a Mr. Game and Watch and make it a 2D sprite, or do you think they'll 3D? Oh, it's got to be 3D sculpted. Okay. It's got to be 3D sculpted. I, I'm. It would be nice if they did give you the option to have that 2D sculpt, but it's got to be in beautiful 3D, uh, you know, 3D model HD. You know, just to kind of give us an idea of what Shovel Knight might look like in an you know an updated game with visuals, yeah. not updated visuals. I should say, not updated game. But uh, no, it's huge Smash Brothers news for the week. Of, of, in a week of so many releases and so many games, and still games yet to come this month. It's just uh, just when you think it could get any bigger for November, it absolutely does. No, it's 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 like it's fire, and they announced when is the Twilight Princess one is coming out uh, in March. Yeah, with that awesome amiibo, I'm gonna have to put that on my list because I'm a huge fanboy for Midna, and one that I was really surprised about, um, the original three Pokemon games. Oh, oh this yeah. was exciting. Are coming to the eShop. I could have fucking sworn those have been out. 
on the eShop. No, I'm surprised that they're not. Nope. That that is that is insane. Everything's I tri- think, did they not release? <clears throat> did they not release like some of the classic Pokemon games are on the eShop, aren't they? Uh, let's see. I don't think Sapphire and Ruby. Oh, but oh, like, the updated the like, older ones. No, um, no, just the pinball game that I remember. Oh, okay. But, but pinball mean, was awesome. What about Pokemon trading card game? Because that, oh, that's, that's the one. Was, that's the one. That's, that's the one. That's right. The I remember that's buying there. it, and people, which people still play. But oh, it's so fun. Oh, it is. But to see that red and blue and yellow, just nothing. Well, and the, everything's the, the same. That, everything's the same except for the now you could do wireless trading, and which fight. is amazing. It's incredible. Yes, and yeah. yeah so for, for I'm those. thinking for uh, Carlos Lopez. Uh, I he see he's like father of the year constantly because he he raises his son right with like the old school games and, and blending it with a new school. But I have always, uh, I can only imagine a lot of parents who grew up with Pokemon. I think how beautiful this is for a lot of people like my generation who grew up with Pokemon, the OG ones now with kids, they're going to be able to introduce their kids to the Pokemon that they grew up with only to see that their kids will be sorely disappointed that their uh, Pokemon game looks so ugly. Compared to yeah, <laughs> compared to what they're playing now, but it's it's beautiful. I mean, I, for people who never got a chance, because there are people who never got a chance to play the originals, this is the chance that you can actually see that game that started it all. The game that you know adults said was going to be the downfall of children everywhere. That was uh, causing parents in schools to be super concerned about Pokemon banning the cards, banning banning the game, the, banning the game, like- and uh, people who called it just a fad that it wouldn't last more than a year or two. Yeah. And here and we are. We're almost twenty. We're almost twenty years later now. Yeah, it's insane. Like the, how this franchise has just been able to survive and just constantly evolve and become more popular every single year. It there hasn't been a time where it's just been dead. It's <laughs> always been about Pokemon, and it only gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, you know, fuck you, Mrs. Molesky, my first grade teacher. Yeah, fuck I'm, you. I'm bitch. actually so I'm surprised that we I'm surprised that we haven't seen like uh, like Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire style remakes for these games. I, it's it's kind of like a, well, didn't they redo Red and Blue? Well, they they did. They had uh, Fire Red That's and Leaf a- Green. And uh, Green um, was the, never released in uh, the West. No, but the the Game Boy Advance version was. Green, but it's it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like the. But yeah, know, those, were the GB, futures, those were GBA. Those were GBA games, though, too, right? So like, those were like you kind of don't want to mess with the originals. You want to just kind of leave totally. them as they are. But uh, are you guys going to pick up either one of those two? Yellow, yellow, yeah, probably yellow. I just want Pikachu to follow me around mostly. Um, did you guys teach him surf? I, I don't did. remember. Okay, so you could teach him surf. And do that surfing mini game, and I played the fuck out of that mini game. You remember that one? I do. It was a big deal yeah. too. It was a huge deal to have fucking surfing Pikachu. It's Pikachu so, on a damn surfboard. <clears throat> one one thing that I really want to know is why do we not have a new Pokemon Snap yet? Uh, there was there was we I there, think we talked about this a, a couple of uh, <clears throat> months ago where the developer, the creator of Pokemon Snap, and I think Miyamoto himself said that they couldn't think of any really fresh ideas to incorporate it. I'm like, what do just you need? Just, just put make Pokemon, the same game, but with better graphics and new levels and longer. And I'll buy it a hundred times. That's it. That's all we need. Just, just <laughs> add the new Pokemon. Like, cause you and especially we- like with like a like like with a like Fatal Frame style mechanic, oh, where yeah. you're actually physically Running lifting from dead Pokemon. <clears throat> no, where you're actually physically <laughs> where you're physically lifting the gamepad and using that as like an augmented reality type thing. To to actually like like holding that as the camera like that would take the game to a whole other level. Now I saw there's this uh, YouTube channel called Did You Know Gaming. Uh, they're pretty big. Yeah, I they, like them. They're pretty cool. And they did something uh, last week about Pokemon Snap, and <laughs> the guy who created it explained why they weren't going to bring it. And it was a very recent interview, so check that vid out uh, if you haven't. Um, he explains why I, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it, it made sense at the time. Anything else from the direct that really caught your eye? Uh, that kind of was um, like it that I, I got excited for. Xenoblade, Super Mario, uh, Paper Jam. Uh, but that was all stuff that we already yeah, knew. But it's, yeah, yeah. But seeing more of the Xenoblade always made me happy. But in terms of uh, the Splatoon stuff, 
Uh, we got 40 new pieces of gear. A uh, new map just uh, went live today at 5 o'clock Pacific. Uh, we get something called Mahi Mahi Resort, which goes live tomorrow. Uh, yet another stage. And they made the announcement they are going to continually add new material as the year. Yeah, they said through January. Yeah. All the way. Yeah, which is fantastic. Like, and and some <clears throat> I was having this con- a conversation like this about this with a friend on on Facebook the other day, and he, you know, just how you know the trend is like so heavily leaning towards season passes and you know withholding content so they could sell it to you one month after the game comes out and stuff like that, and just how refreshing it. And of course, I mean, of course, it's Nintendo, but just how refreshing it is to see you know, this game, this online shooter with this, you know, big community and stuff like that to not have, like literally you buy the game and then you like, ev- like everything else has been free. They've tons of content updates, uh, new maps and stuff like that. <clears throat> it's, I feel like it's gotten support for longer than a lot of these triple a shooters get support for. And, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that the fact that they're just like, it just seems like they're super passionate about the game and they're just like, we want everyone to be able to experience everything about this. And it's not like, you know, it's not like the call of duty games or destiny or like what battlefront will likely be where as soon as that first DLPC pack comes out, anyone that chooses not to buy it is super limited in what they can actually do in the game. Like I booted up destiny, like, sorry, I got something in my throat. I booted up destiny. Uh, I booted up Destiny mid September, late September, shortly after the Taken King came out, and all like I only have vanilla Destiny because I stopped playing. I you know I bought it on September 9th or whatever it came out, and I was done playing it by October 9th, and and this was the first time that I had put it in in like a year. I couldn't do anything. Like literally, almost everything was locked down to me. All of the Crucible playlists because I didn't have the DLC. Um. And it seems in, like like it seems odd to me. Like why, you know, in, like why don't like you know the playlists and stuff for maps and everything like that. Obviously, I can't play those maps because I didn't purchase them. But why do the playlists become? Oh, now you have to have all the maps before you can go into the playlist. Mm-hmm. Like, and then they there's, have like there's a lot of outcry on on the subreddit about stuff like that. And I think it's a real shitty um, <clears throat> practice. Is that a few months ago I was I was. I was up in the middle of the night. I'm like, I want to fucking play some destiny. Like I, I had, I'm uh, an odd consumer of destiny where I do not mind playing that game by myself and just grinding and just like listening to podcasts and play it. Cause I find, yes, it's very repetitious, but I, it, I find it really cathartic and enjoyable. And, and I don't like grinding in a lot of games. Like I beat the story mode in Metal Gear Solid five. I've not turned that back on. Like I've not done the FOB, I've not done multiplayer, nothing, because the grind was was rough. But I love it in Destiny. But there was just nothing to do. Like, mm-hmm. like I could do the daily bounties, but there was no yeah. like I couldn't I couldn't do any strike playlists. And since my light level was so low, I couldn't do like any dailies or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and so like it just so, and it, it like it just sucks knowing, especially like like for me for instance i don't have a lot of time to play games so if i pick like i rarely ever buy multiplayer titles anymore because i know okay between now and when the first dlc comes out i have 15 hours of playtime. you know in like in the next two months i'm gonna play this game for 15 hours and then you know so 15 hours and then having to spend another 20 bucks on maps like it just doesn't seem worth it to me and so i avoid these games because now i can't access the main playlist i can only access these tiny playlists that are for players that didn't buy the dlc and so i'm losing out on the community basically um be, you know because i've chosen not to go into this all, all i know is that there- and i'm really afraid for battlefront because they, the, the amount of dlc and stuff that they've talked about for battlefront oh there was this hilarious trailer online though i that i, I think i tagged you guys in it um Oh, the 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 Battlefront like DLC one, like we won't. Yeah, we won't. he's like, "Hey, Rebel, show me your season pass," and like all that <laughs> sort of stuff. Like it was so funny and so like. Well, I, was I, can, like, I can tell you one thing that the way that Dice handles it is that um, they'll add different, um, uh, at least on Battle Log on BF three and BF four, um, and in Hardline, I believe. Um, you can filter by what expansions, so you can filter servers that have you know, just the base game and the extra stuff. And I'm going to, I'm going to be brutally honest. 
is that the most populated stuff um, in any of uh, those three games I just mentioned is always the core game. Okay. It's, it's always the core game. And like right now, nobody's playing China Rising on Battlefield 4. Like you can fucking find a server, but you have to fucking find one and filter it. And it's got to be one. It, like it's nobody's playing those expansions. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the only one that you would be playing would be like the one that had a close quarters map. But because that's the only way you can consume that game type. Um, so I wouldn't be afraid because uh, the core game is just just from like the track record with those battlefield style games. The core game is the most populated always. Mm-hmm. So refreshing news, refreshing news for Derek. And do you know what else is refreshing news? Life is Strange is getting a physical release that has me fucking excited. So excited. You, have you, you haven't even played the, you haven't even finished the damn game. I know. And I'm going to wait till January to get this. Awesome it's not pack. even confirmed for North America. Ooh. Don't you, don't you read your own damn website? I, I, I read the, I read the title. I read the title and I looked at the picture. Um, it's going to be released in North America. I mean, come on. I hope so. Come on. Uh, in any case, I'm super excited because Life is Strange is probably, and I mean, I've only played one hour of Fallout, so who knows what's going to happen, but uh, Life is Strange up until now is probably my favorite game of the year. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, <clears throat> there hasn't been another game this year so far, and I mean, I've played amazing games. Like The Witcher 3 is one of the best games I've ever played, probably, um, and I can't wait to get back to it at some point. Um, but so like life is like, there's not another game this year that resonated with me for as long as life is strange did. And that had me so excited whenever, you know, the developer will, you know, like when telltale, like I love telltale games and when telltale's like, Oh, this new episode comes out in two weeks. I'm like, cool. But when like, don't like when don't not is like, Oh, this is the date for the next life is strange episode. I'm like, Holy crap, clear the schedule. Like got to get this done. Shut down everything. Exactly, exactly. Because I could not wait to see, like, you know, what happened next in this, like, crazy time jumping, what the hell is happening adventure. Um, and so the the fact, and, and it was really surprising to me that that it it's getting a, a physical release because from what I'd heard, it didn't sell overly well, um, which is sad because I, like, pretty much everyone that I've heard having played it like loved it like that's uh, so weird i i figured that game would be fire totally yeah um but fire emoji fire emoji fire emoji from what i've heard it hasn't sold overly well so you know there's all these rumors of a second season which would be star a different cast and and all that have a different plot and everything like that but the fact that it getting and it'll probably be very limited but a physical release at all is really cool um so it comes with some really nice box art. It comes with all five episodes, of course, on the on a disc. Uh, it also comes with a 32-page art book that also has like uh, a bunch of unreleased concept art and stuff like that in it. Um, it comes with the full Life is Strange soundtrack, which is awesome because the music in that game is 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 beautiful. It's like perfect. Um, and it you got a Bright Eyes song in there. A Bright Eyes song. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I bet. And it's a great soundtrack in any case. But and and the thing that I'm probably most excited for is they have a there's a director's commentary track on yeah. the game as well, which I would absolutely love to play through again, listening to commentary on that. Um, you know, so, what? I, I always, I, I always, uh, I really should start doing this. Um, I had a really like, I've been sick, and I took too much Nyquil the other night, and I had a really fucking weird dream, and I woke up and I have to now live this dream but i i like a few weeks ago i said i wanted to start collecting um like retro collecting for like the sega uh genesis and i had a really fucked up dream where i was like spending all my money on sega saturn stuff and i woke up and i'm like i need to collect sega saturn (laughs) um but um getting physical releases of games that are typically digital releases uh is something that I, i i've always wanted to do and like i I, I'm kicking myself in the butt for not getting any of those Minecraft console physical releases. Because those, those got to be worth something in 20 years. The $20 Minecraft discs? Yeah. Why would those be worth anything? In 20 years? When it's like, whoa, remember that game? Well, here it is physically. People will probably still be playing Minecraft in 20 years. Yeah, but like digital downloads. The cloud. It's going to be from the cloud. The cloud. And Smash Brothers. 
Uh, Ooh, so, tomorrow, so breaking breaking, breaking news for, for you Amiibo fans. <laughs> breaking Bad is coming to So tomorrow and Saturday only, and this does not apply to my country, I don't think, but uh, which my country, they've also delayed the Mewtwo Amiibo until next week, but Toys R Us is offering buy one, get one 40% off on all single figures uh, tomorrow and Saturday. Oh. So go get in line. One. Oh, uh, I already have them all. <laughs> so, oh, did you import them? Um, maybe. Oh, okay. Well, did never you mind. guys? Did you guys see the, uh, the Rob, um, Yoshi Willy World like skin for for Yoshi's Willy World? You can like scan the the amiibos and get the different yes. colored Yoshi's. Mm-hmm. The Rob one looks fucking awesome. It's there are a lot of them that look really good. Uh, Derek, you have here on our outline, please be Red Dead, please. Yeah, what is that? Convince me, convince me, but let me tell you why you're wrong. Did we lose Derek? You said, to, you said, let, oh. you said let, to, that you're going to tell me why I'm wrong. No, no, you need to convince me and then I'll let you, and then I'll tell you why you're wrong. Oh, I just said, please be Red Dead. Not that it was Red Dead. There's heavy rumors right now. So take to uh, Interactive, who is the you know like like huge publisher that Rockstar falls under, for instance. Um, and they also publish you know games like uh, Bioshock and and uh, sports games and stuff like. Do they still do sports games? Is the 2K series still around? Mm-hmm. Yes. They do. They do the 2K series. Yeah, the basketball one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's like the number one basketball. Anyway, so and and I mean it's literally like a grasping at straws rumor, but um, the president of uh, Take Two, whose whose name is Carl Slatoff, uh, confirmed during the latest earnings call, which was yesterday or the day before, that our worldwide development teams are working on numerous unannounced projects, including new new intellectual properties as well as offerings from our established franchises. Um, so that's pretty much that was that that was literally the the, the sentence. But uh, you know, some some existing IPs from Take Two are coming. I would love a new Bioshock, even though I'd be worried about it not coming from Irrational Games. Uh, but a sequel to Red Dead on current gen would be phenomenal. It's not gonna happen. No. Nope. Uh, Rockstar has publicly said numerous times that it's it's never gonna get an HD re-release. They're they're no, this uh, it would be a new game, not a not an HD version. Yeah, they're they're not gonna. Maybe they're lying. Has Rockstar ever lied to us in the past? I don't know. <sighs> Maybe they're gonna pull up Bethesda and like, but right before E three one year, they're gonna be like, "Hey, Red Dead 2, and then it's out in six months with no delays. I will. That's rare these days. Remember six months ago when they were like, oh, here, we're going to announce Fallout 4 and show you tons of gameplay today instead of pre-rendered shit, and it's out in six months? Yeah, I remember six months ago. I'm not that much of a drunk. Still waiting on Mighty Number no. 9, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that That's kind of it for me for news. Uh... Anything else you guys um, want to talk about? Share? Only, I can't believe I missed this. They released like a mini trailer for the new Zelda game that they said officially launches next year. They didn't give a specific uh, time frame, like which quarter. But they said Wii U, though. Oh, Wii U. They said Wii U. Yeah, Wii U. Wii U. Uh, but, you know, maybe then NX. But there was no NX. It could be like Twilight Princess. Yeah, exactly. Like- um, but speaking of Zelda stuff, they did show more footage of the 3DS version of Hyrule Heroes, which is my like uh game of last year i rule here it was like based off uh uh, uh, hyrule warriors sorry i said hyrule heroes huh what the fuck sorry i'm I'm thinking of triforce heroes Heroes. yeah and uh and that one but they have uh they announced another character the female link that was featured in the very end of the um last year they released like a hyrule book like that had the whole history of hyrule and just kind of hyrule historia yeah, yeah. Hyrule, hyrule historia they took that female link and made her a character in the 3ds version of the game i know like female link is now canon so now my weird fetish isn't so well weird. no 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 this well hyrule <laughs> it's still weird <laughs> hyrule warriors isn't canon 
Oh, it's not canon. That's so. This female link is so. So, so what you're saying is it's still weird, but okay. It's still weird, but okay. Uh, I have so. (laughs) So speaking of weird, uh, so Fallout Four is pretty great, and. In the game, you have a robot butler and whose name is Codsworth, and pretty. If, inc- if the light hits him a certain way, he looks kind of cute. Pr- so <laughs> pretty incredibly. So so the guy that voiced the the robot, his name is Stephen Russell. So they actually rec- Bethesda made Stephen Russell record over one thousand character names. I like for how Cod- you, you you preface that with they made him. Like there was they a made him. <laughs> there wasn't a paycheck. They're like you're gonna you can't leave this room <laughs> until you say this list of one thousand names. Uh, so, and it's, it's, and it's cool. It's a really cool aspect of the game. Like you put in your name at the beginning and then for it to like, literally be like, Hey, sh- like for sure, sir, Shane or whatever, like that's really cool. Uh, so there's a thousand names. There's some really weird and interesting names too. Like you can get, you, you know, you can have them call you Neo or Morpheus or Katniss or Mulder or Scully or Indiana Jones uh boobies uh, <laughs> uh fuck face is one fuck of them faces on there uh chopper like claw cock you got cock uh like weird stuff like that like so much weird stuff you know what name you, he can't call you he, he, he can't say Derek. <laughs> one of the most like so my name my, my name like my name for like my i'm so <laughs> worked up about this names my now first name and my middle name derek. are derek and david so literally like i was born in 1990 like my parents opened the book of the most common names in 1990 and picked two of them and those are my first and second names uh you can't have like it won't call you derek and david's on the list but it can't call you derek uh, Shane's on that list. Everything's on that list. There's a thousand fucking names. You can have it call you McFly, which is what I went with because I was like, I don't have a name that matters enough to have my robot butler call me it. So uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of names. There's a lot of cool names. There's uh, there's, uh, there's Perez on there. I could go by. You could go per- by Perez. <laughs> uh, like there's there's Jonathan and London, so he could go by his full name. Uh, nuke. You could go nuclear nuke. Oh, even orgasmo. <laughs> Uh, that's um, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's it. I just wanted to note that there's so, like Riddick. So you could go by Riddick. There's a website called Wolfram Alpha. It's a computational knowledge I machine. Think everyone's heard of a Wolfram Alpha. But the one thing that they try to do is compute stuff that isn't typically computational. So you, you even can, have it call you sex. Yes. Uh, and I had to check that. I had to check to see if my go-to like female name was on there. Uh, and it is so. So I'm gonna play as a girl because I always play as a girl. Yeah, I bet you do. I do. Tallahassee, um, you can go by Tallahassee. Derek is the according to Wolfram Alpha. Derek is the 205th most common name. In one the, in one in the United States. See, one in 1,015 people have the name, and there are 1,874 people per year, and it peaks in popularity in. 1992. Uh, no, 89 ish. Oh, okay. 89 ish. So they couldn't, like, so my parents couldn't even, like, be like, let's, like, they, they couldn't even pick up this, like, it was 1990. They couldn't even pick up this year's book of most popular names. They, <laughs> they were like, well, the last person left this 89 book here. Let's just go from there. Your name is, is more common than my name in the United States. And, in, and your name is in the game. Yeah. You go by both- Xavier. I can go by. Uh, let's see if what my middle names are on there. Venkman. No. Unbreakable. Toe cutter. Toe cutter. Toe cutter. <laughs> <sighs> oh, what do you say we talk about what we've been playing this week, boys? Okay. Juan, you've been gone. I have, but not because I wanted to. It's just of. Uh, well, my computer just crapped out on me last week, and I was on a mission to find an AC adapter. Nipple, it, can, it can call you Nipple. That's the last one. I just <laughs> had to say that. No Derek, but you can you can be called Nipple for sure. <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, we, we all have our problems. Uh, that uh, my, my computer's just gone. So uh, I had to call 
uh, tech support to get a replace. So right now, so I'm using a loader right now, so I, I could join you guys. But uh, in my absence, I have been playing a lot of games, which oddly enough, and I know our uh, glorious leader will be proud of me for this. I haven't touched Destiny. Really? I haven't touched it because oh my God. I've been playing Halo 5 uh, with Josh for that one day. <laughs> and I did not leave abruptly, as he mentioned in the show last week. We, it was, I, yeah, I hear the show. Not only do I be a part, I, I, I come back and listen. But uh, by the way, uh, Kenny did a fantastic job last week, uh, as all, the, all of you. But uh, Josh made it seem like I just left without any warning. Now, I, re- I saved that behavior for the show itself. <laughs> I am a man of class, and I leave abruptly. When I'm recording, like <laughs> like I should, but uh, on the game we were running into an issue where we were uh, we were playing on heroic, and it was just us two. And the seat and the our computer controlled teammates aren't as um, quick what? to help us when we need to be revived, and we kept dying at a certain point of the game. And so after about thirty minutes, we we're like, you know what? And it was getting pretty late. If we don't beat it in this turnaround, let's just come back and with two more players and, and really knock this out. And we, all right, so we did it. And then we ended up dying again. So they're, all right, well, I guess that's it. All right, man. Well, I'll see you. Like, I'll see you later then. All right, cool. But he made it seem like I just left in the middle of the fight. Like, Juan, back me up. Juan? Juan? <laughs> but, uh, but I played the, uh, Halo 5, beat it um, two days ago. And I still don't know what the story is about. I've uh, <laughs> been playing. Uh, Master Chef needs to make an omelet. Uh, pretty much. Uh, I've been playing. Can't make it on it without cracking a few skulls. <laughs> I've been playing uh, Fallout Four, uh, loving uh, what I have so far. But I playing. I'm playing as the female, and I don't think I've heard Codsworth say her name yet. What What did you name? Her? Uh, my wife Nicole. Oh, um, and uh, on that list, she's got to be on. It's got to be on the list somewhere. Um, I, I just started playing no. Triforce Heroes. There is no Nicole on the list. Yeah, I got that. Oh, well, there you go. There's Nick, like Nico. Nico. <laughs> like Nico. Is Juan on the list? That's it. Uh, hold on. Yep. Oh, he can I, he can control F faster than I can swipe. I mean, look, they got Puma. You can call yourself Puma. They have Perky. You know what? And Perky. We should file. just have the Geekscape listeners decide what name Derek Cal, should go you with. Could be Cal L. I already went with McFly. Oh, McFly. Yeah. Well, I don't have a game yet, so. Um, He's eating on the show again. Let's see. Uh, I've been playing. You can't wait till after the show to start <laughs> eating. I gotta hi- I gotta carb up before hallway brawl. Mm. Those are words I don't understand, but let's <laughs> but, let Juan uh, talk. Just so I could uh, finish this <laughs> up for you guys. You can because uh, I'm sure you guys have a lot of games too. Um, playing, playing, playing Yokai Watch. Um, for the last, tell me about that. Yokai Watch is uh, I bought it because I've heard Josh mention he was getting a review copy, and I wanted to go ahead and get something that he's playing too, so we he wouldn't be by himself. It's the presentation is fantastic. You get full animation sequences, really solid voice acting. The world of Yokai Watch is very well thought out and very imaginative. And it's not a straight up Pokemon clone and in the sense that you're out just capturing creatures and trading with friends. It's a little bit more, um, I don't want to say the word mature, but it's more involved. And each it, it seems like it seems like it's a little bit older. Like the market, like you're not gonna give it to your typical like like fresh off the boat. You, Pokemon you know what? That's a really player. good way to, to describe it because even though the game the game mechanics, I will say this, you do feel more like you're a um a coach give, giving the orders to your players because you're not really actively involved in the fights. You're just kind of like watching the fights happen because it's all like real time, kind of like with Chrono Trigger, where you had to wait for your character's bar to fill up before you can issue an attack. It's kind of the same way here. But only here you so don't. They, so they just attack themselves. They attack themselves, themselves. But the thing is, they'll they'll switch between like physical attacks and elemental attacks. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those elemental attacks don't do much damage, especially when the enemy is the same type of of enemy. So if you have like something mm-hmm. of dark against another dark, it doesn't do much. So I wish there was something where you can tell your character what kind of attacks you want. You are able to you know heal 
manipulate the enemy character by throwing things at them in terms of food to try to co- coerce them into joining your team. But oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's very involved. It's it's much more involved than a typical Pokemon battle where everyone has like like if we're playing like I have to wait for you to make your turn before I can do something. Here, if you don't do something of quick enough the enemy is going to get in an extra attack before you decide to do something so you you really have to micromanage everything and be involved you can't take your time with the fights mm-hmm. but each individual yokai character um has kind of a personality of their own they are not all good some are purposely bad just to be dicks uh and it's just really involved the universe is really uh, uh well thought out and you know there's a lot to it so you can just spend hours and hours doing side quests and just kind of discovering the world for what it is. And I think that's its charm. And I can understand why it's such a big deal in Japan because it's you kind of latch on to your favorite yokai pretty quickly. And especially the character development for these yokai, like there's this cat uh, that you run into um, that has a pretty good you know backstory. And then when you learn more about the cat, like you get really, you know, you got like, it's just not like, oh, I caught you. I'm just going to put this Pokemon in my vault and never see it oh, again. Okay. Like, yeah. And here you have six of them at a time. So you have the same amount of Pokemon that you would in any other game, but you have to just, you could spin them in a <coughs> wheel and you can like constantly change the yokai that you're fighting with. So you're not just stuck with those. Like uh, you start off with three, but you could keep switching them around. It's I, I could really spend the whole time talking about this game. Uh, I've been playing it for about three hours now, and I, I I'm addicted. Like I really, I, that's one of the reasons why I'm not playing Destiny's because I'm da- balancing between Fallout, Yokai Watch. Me and my wife are starting to get through Triforce Heroes, um, and now you're about you're about to be Trimester Heroes. Trimester, we already are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the next week we have Star Wars Battlefront. Like and then on top of this, I'm doing grading. I'm teaching To Kill a Mockingbird. I have essays to grade. It's absolutely nuts, man. I can't have an. You know, what I never got about To Kill a Mockingbird. Hmm. Is in the movie the one girl dressed up as Ham? Oh, Scout. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a farming community, man. So they just kind of put a play on what they know. For all they had corn <laughs> and there was a cow somewhere and some some butternut squash. I, I, I mean, so. At least she got a costume she could fit in and hide, you know. But uh, very glad we don't live in the 30s. We don't have uh, food costumes and uh, not uh, not as much racism. So <laughs> not, still, as, still ra- not as still much racism. Not as much. Slightly, slightly less. Slightly less. If this podcast is any indication of racism, it's it's well and alive. <laughs> I, I like after I hear you talk for an hour, I have to go to, like to confession. <laughs> I'm not even Catholic. <laughs> What you I don't even know there? what confession is, but I got to go every time I talk to you. Uh, it's been a light week for me. I've been playing a couple Apple TV games. Oh, um, what a surprise. Derek, don't got time for video games. Yeah, no, I don't. Like, I work a lot. So, <laughs> remember, I write the posts you don't write when I get off my regular job. And uh, I played a little bit of Fallout 4. Uh, my Pip-Boy edition arrived on Tuesday day which was the launch day i believe um so when i got home from work uh, now, now did you like uh, have that go to your new place i had that go to my new place yeah okay cool yeah yeah i because it was an amazon order so i was able to just change the address because which is did awesome you, did you just like stroke out halfway through that i was that trying to re- no i was trying to recall <laughs> excuse me where the order was from um <laughs> derek's been drinking again no i definitely haven't been uh i literally walked in the door and sat on my sat on my computer and opened it up and started podcasting. So, uh, it's uh, was an Amazon order, so I was able to just because I ordered it back in June. Um, I was able to just change the shipping and it showed up at my house. And then I came home yesterday and my fiance got me like the nice hardcover like oh, very nice. uh, Vault Dwellers Survival Guide, which is pretty awesome. It comes with like a huge map and like these cool like Vault Boy posters, and of course it details everything in the game. Uh, I probably try it. Well, you know, first playthrough at least, which will probably be on my only playthrough. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> honestly, because it's going to take me six years to finish. <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm going to try to avoid the book unless I, you know, really have having trouble on something. But it's like a cool because it's the limited edition of the book too, right? So, but I'm really imp- the Pip Boy edition, and I've only played the game for an hour. Um, 
I played it for an hour on Tuesday. It's the only opportunity I've had so far. Uh, loving it so far, the, right from the character creation screen being really cool. Um, I wish... I wish that we got more pre- like it, it it gets going pretty quickly. I wish that we had more cuz we've never played a Fallout game where we've actually gotten to really at all see the world before, you know, before the bombs fell and you'd get that very briefly in this game. I really wish you got to spend a bit more time pre-Fallout. Agreed. Um but but like literally as soon as I exited the vault, I didn't care. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to go run around and do stuff like and then I didn't think about it again until right now. But how, uh, uh, how is the like base building? I have not ha- like I'm, I'm an hour in, so I have not had an opportunity to do that yet. You can pretty much spend that's a dangerous aspect of the game because you can spend hours upon hours on just that portion of just totally yeah I, I have a couple of friends that are super into the game and like they took a couple of days off work uh, <laughs> i think to, to to play it um and like one of them's like oh i just like he's like i'm 15 hours in and i'm at level 15 and like he's he's like i feel like i wasted my days off and one of my other friends was like i'm 26 hours in and i'm only level 15 so i think he's just been building bases and shit like the whole time yeah. um that was one of my favorite things in metal gear solid so i think when I ultimately pick up Fallout Four, I'm just going to be like, and it's a it's it's fantastic. I can't I can't wait to jump into it. I have Saturday off of work, so I uh... Juan had to go. <laughs> <laughs> Could not mute or anything. Uh... <laughs> what was I even talking about? I don't even know. I don't. Um, uh, so the Pip Boy edition arrived on <laughs> Tuesday. I am super impressed with it. It's like it's cool because I feel like like I've bought I've only purchased a few collector's editions in my life, like just games I was really excited for because they're fucking expensive. Um, and it, you never look at the shit in there more than once. Uh, uh, though I did get the like I got the Bioshock Two collector's edition, which had these beautiful like like. Uh, prints that I have framed and on my wall, um, as well as the soundtrack on like a vinyl uh, record, and I'm so fucking jealous of you <laughs> and everything, fucking wax <laughs> and everything like that. Uh, but this one was super cool because it's like, like I feel like every other collector's. Edition, I have it, a turntable that I will send to you and an amplifier. N- that's all right. Uh, I feel like every other collector's edition I purchase, it's just like. Uh, some some crap in a bigger cardboard box uh you know like you open the cardboard box you got the game you got an art book that's tiny you know i bought the the dead space 2 collector's edition and it came with a stupid like the cheap mcdonald's quality like what's what is the gun called in dead space the cutter yeah like the drill cutter or whatever the fuck it's called but cutter uh, yeah, so it like literally McDonald's quality, and I was like, oh, I spent an extra like thirty bucks for this, like, and it, I never took it out of the box again. But with the the, the Pit Boy edition of Fallout Four, like, it's they they they've taken it right to the packaging. Like, I, I don't know if you, I, I mean, I'm, I I'm, saw that box that you posted. Like, it comes, yeah, it like, like it comes in like a weapons case. Yeah, it's like like <coughs> it's a brand. <laughs> <laughs> it's a branded like pit boy personal you know personal information processor box and if you turn it around it says like for distribution in vault like 111 and like like there's nothing uh, game wise about it. it doesn't say fallout 4 on it it doesn't say like like bethesda like it's totally vault tech branded and then yeah, how, how i'm looking at the picture you posted yeah. how thick is that plastic does it feel like a pelican case or does it feel like a lunchbox uh probably in between Closer to the lunchbox for sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, so then you open it up and there's a gorgeous like steel book uh, casing for the game and then the Pip-Boy itself and a stand for the Pip-Boy as well, which is really cool. Uh, and it's just super cool. It's, it's, and, and it was, and completely like 100% as I think Juan's back. I'm back. Uh, <laughs> 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 So completely, one hundred percent at the Bethesda E three event when Todd Howard was like, you know, literally all the time, collector's editions are expensive, stupid gimmicks. But this is the coolest fucking gimmick I've ever seen. I he was told he was totally right. It's an amazing collector's edition, and it's just like it looks. It looks awesome, um, right down to the packaging. Like, if there's not a stupid cardboard box, like it's literally a cool box that has a pit boy in it 
and uh i'm never gonna use it but it looks cool on the shelf um i uh um i want somebody to 3d scan that and then 3d print it yeah there have been some people online that are doing that yeah i'll, I'll pick i'll pick one of those up um uh but yeah i can't uh saturday uh, i'll have more to say about the game next week because it's only been an hour um and i'm planning on playing it a lot on my one day off this week so uh, and i'm uh, i'm clicking through your mobile uploads on facebook and found the picture that you took of uh me and josh on that elevator uh, oh that was a good time you guys yeah. were dead we we almost set the alarms off on the the elevator so and the one where you laying on the bloody of, uh... floor and you looked Huh? Just, I was just gonna say, get ready, lo- get ready for a lot of Vault One 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 cosplayers next year at Comic Con. Oh, like uh, anything to get rid of some, the some of the fucking like Finn cosplaying. So sick of Finn. Yeah, we got it. We get it. <laughs> we get it. Uh, is that it? Uh, that's all I've done. Yeah. Last week in games for <laughs> Shane, um, I played a lot of Counter Strike. Uh, matchmaking with some randos and had a fucking blast. Uh, <clears throat> Question: Yes, don't you have a Black Ops review to write? Uh, actually, I'm getting to it. <laughs> I'm getting to it. Okay, you work up to it. Oh, okay? okay, sorry, scratch that. All right, tell me more about Counter Strike, the or game I'll, that you've been playing for one. You've been put the game that you've been playing for one decade with some nice people on Counter Strike. I got to tell you, if anybody is having issues matchmaking, get in there and just, you know, break the ice, you know, be uppity, always have good positive, you know, morale. Even if your team starts to get just wiped, you know, just always be like, good job, good job. And you'll meet some amazing people. I've I had some awesome games. I got a copy of Call of Duty Black Ops 3. And um, it is good good um uh um i ran into some issues with it having a weird memory leak on my computer i would put everything on on high and my hardware my computer or on on the highest graphical setting hardware my computer is more than enough than what takes to, to to run it at those settings but um every every couple of like you know, like every 10, 15 seconds, it'll, it would stutter for like a quarter of a second. And then eventually I'd get a, a, a pop-up saying like, you're running out of memory. Like, you know, shut the, shut this program down. And it's like COD blobs three. And then like COD would throw up an error message, but I like monitored the memory and it would not eat up more than five gigs. And I have a, I have 16 gigs of memory in my computer. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. I turn, I turned it down to just like the ultra setting instead of like turning everything up to custom. And it runs fine, so I I, I lose some some uh, dynamic shadows. Not that big of a deal. Um, they added a new difficulty mode called Realistic. I always love playing things in the hardest difficulty. Realistic is retarded. You get shot once and you're dead. So you have to memorize rooms. So and it's pretty realistic, is what you're saying. <laughs> it's pretty realistic. You have to memorize rooms, and it's basically you're just throwing bodies at it until you can do it in your sleep. So I'm playing on veteran. Um, it's got full co-op, which I feel like they should have, um, like split local co-op. Uh, there is local play, uh, Ooh. on the PC, on the PC. Oh, okay. Um, which I don't know why it wouldn't be the other ones, but who knows? But, um, it's full matchmaking co-op, which I feel like they should have, um, um, okay. So we have 16 minutes, so we got to go. Uh, I feel like they should have advertised that more. Um, uh, but that's been fun. Uh, I was granted... And this spurred a very long expose I'm going to be writing. But the first option you have starting a new game is pick your gender. And I was caught off guard by that. And it spurred a question in my head that a year ago, in the height of the Gamergate issue, there was a lot of um, vocal Twitterati uh, lambasting and denigrating these game developers for not putting differently built humans in their games. Uh, I know that uh, Ubisoft was the victim of that pretty bad with Unity. But now, um, a year later, Call of Duty, or uh, Call of Duty, uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate has a bunch of different 
differently built humans that you can play in that game. And no one's saying, hey, you know, you've, you've definitely turned around from last year. Um, you're doing a good job. And the first thing that you can do at Call of Duty is pick a differently built human. And no one's saying like, hey, you've never done that before. That's cool. And like, it's completely like two separately voiced characters and they're interacting in the story mode together. Good job. Like you've turned, you've turned yourself around. No praise. So expect a very interesting article. I've been doing a lot of research. I've got a lot of links. I've got a lot of pics, got a lot of chat logs. That's going to be, that's going to be fun to write. Um, I look forward to it. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a full written review of Call of Duty Blops 3. I'm probably a quarter of the way to halfway through it. Um, besides like some issues with the story kind of being just kind of like a plot point being dumped on you, um, you know, just like blah, 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 instead of like weird pacing issues with the, with the story. Um, uh, the, the characters are completely mo-capped and digitally entered. So they look like the actors, they sound like the actors. It's great. The gameplay is fun. Being able to customize your, your single player character as much as you can is really fucking badass. Um, haven't really got into the multiplayer at all, but um, I would give it a buy. Um, I haven't gotten into zombies, which I think is going to make definitely kick it up to like a def buy. Um, but I would give it like a three, three and a half, maybe a buy. But uh, I'll explain more in my full written review. Uh, I forgot that I also played a bunch of Yoshi's Woolly World, and I fucking loved it. There's a full written review up on uh, Geekscape.net. Dope, dope. Cutest, uh, cutest game ever made. Um, I think that was Senran Kagura. So last week we asked you guys, what is your favorite non-kart racing game? Um, and our responses are uh, very many. Uh, Matt S said Midnight Club. Uh, my buddy I forgot Gra- all about Midnight Club. Yeah, I know, right? Like those were some good games. Yeah, they were. My buddy Grant E said Vigilante Eight. No road trip. No running wild. No, Chuckaboo Racing and Final Fantasy Seven, uh, and then uh, my buddy Eric said, uh, "Standalone Chuckaboo Racing for PS was epic." Then Need for Speed Carbon, and our very own Miles H said, "Motorstorm." And him and Eric went back and forth talking about how fucking awesome it was and how cool the soundtrack was. Motorstorm was awesome. That was my first PS3 game. Really? No, it wasn't. Or was it? I don't remember. What? Oh. Yes, it was. It definitely was. <laughs> Shiloh M said, uh, it's old, but Road Rash. Uh, Jeremy... Road Rash was good shit. Jeremy S. said, Tokyo Extreme Racer. Michael F. said, Forza 4. Um, uh, Forza 4 was my all-time favorite, but, it let me, but a buddy let me try Horizons 2. Now I need an X-Bone 1. Then Pedro B. said, your mom, after three laps of her, I finally finished. <laughs> and I, res- I responded with, it's longer than the Nürburgring. Um, and then he went back and forth with another guy. Um, I think Pedro B might be a little bit too hardcore for us. Uh, don't cut yourself on that edge, Pedro. Uh, Allison B said, Dirt 3 and Forza 4, split second or burnout would be following. Uh, Jimmy D, um, no relation, said the Dirt series. And I forgot, Dirt 2 is one of my favorite racing games. Uh, and I really need to pick up Dirt, Dirt Rally. That, that fucking looks beautiful. Uh, Joshua S says burnout. Uh, Daikon P said need for speed. Uh, I know it's not as close to a driving simulator like Forts or Gran Turismo, but I come out the fuck out of the cars aesthetically. Aesthetic. <coughs> aesthetic. Better than those two games, but the later games are almost identical down. Then Michael F went back and said Underground 2 was the best in the series. Ben M said need for speed up until it became this online only bullshit. Where the hell did my <laughs> split screen go? Uh, Aaron H said Grand Theft Auto Online. Harrison J said, does Twisted Metal count? Desmond O, Mario Kart. Did not read the question, Desmond. You loser. Good day. Dylan M said, Forza 6. Keith Jackson said, Tokyo Extreme Racer 0. Not the greatest looking racer, but the highway challenge style was fun. Yes, I thought that was really cool where you could just drive around and flash your lights at other racers. And then Edward L said, Ridge Racer. Do you guys have any responses? Yeah, so... uh and one thing, when that guy said Road Rash, it, I added one more to my favorite racing games that were not kart-based games, which would be Skitchin for the Sega Genesis. Yes! Do you remember Skitchin? Yes, I do. Where you're on the rollerblades and you can yes. skitch on the cars and you like use nunchucks and shit to like beat your opponents. Good stuff. That was a great game. Uh, anyways, Michael D. said Forza Horizon 2, so good. It was an EA game. 
yes, it was. Uh, Frank S said Burnout Paradise. It was the first game where I ever got 100%. Uh, Eric F of Inverse said uh, the best, I think, was <laughs> Forza 3. The most fun I had was Need for Speed Underground 2. Uh, Graham H said Underground 2, hands down. Dylan L said, since my top two choices of Burnout Paradise and Underground 2 have been said already, I'll mix things up and say Star Wars Racer. Yes. Uh, Kyle A said Star Wars pod racing for the N64 and burnout for the original Xbox. Gavin S said, I agree with Graham need for speeding underground two was so good. Nick uh, D said F zero X or NES original RC program two. If that counts, Uh, I love and hate Michael D. Then Michael D said, Oh, pod racer. And miles said MotorStorm." Uh, I still laugh my ass off playing that game with friends. It's just fun. And Nathan M said, does micro machines count for the NES? Because that game was boss. You guys remember rock and roll racing? Yep. Yes. Can I, can I have okay. my two? I have. Oh, absolutely. I, I would just, I want to echo star Wars pod racing for the PC. Beautiful. Yeah. And oh yeah. And snowboard kids for the Nintendo 64. Ah, that was good. Love that game. I would think, I would think that'd be kind of a kart racer style game. It's on snowboards. But well, oh, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. All right, guys. This week, we asked, if you were a yokai, what kind of yokai would you be and what would you do? <laughs> this is such a weird question. Um, I would infect people and make them drink a little bit too much or maybe experiment with that drug for the first time. Don't you time, do that or- now? Isn't that what you do? <laughs> exactly. So it would be That's perfect. like you at Comic-Con. You're like, here's two drinks. <laughs> here's two drinks. I see you're holding a drink. Here's another drink. <laughs> what are these pills? I don't know. You don't need a condom with that girl. She looks fine. That, w- that, that would be the kind of yokai I would be. So basically what I am now. Uh, I would be the yokai that would like be next to you. Like if you ask me to hold something, uh, I'll be sure. Then you re- and go to the just backpack. Doesn't hold and then it. when you turn around, I'm not there. He's just constantly I'm just, leaving. I'm just constantly leaving. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just always gone. Uh, I think Derek would be a yokai that um, has a bunch of watches, but they're always behind <laughs> and he's always late. That's I'm like always obnoxiously early for everything. And uh, um, Josh is the yokai with bad Wi-Fi. <laughs> Um, all right, everybody, that was Geekscape Games Level 53. Let us know, what kind of yokai would you be, and what would you do? Who is your daddy, and what would he do? You can find <laughs> us, oh, around the website. Uh, we got some news about the new Lucifer show coming out. It sounds fucking awesome. Check out geekscape.net for that. What do you guys got around the site? Uh, there's a great review of uh, Yoshi's Woolly World. Seems a little self-serving. Uh, uh, Juan Carlos, anything around the site? Uh, there is going to be something on the site. Uh, I <laughs> have a re- review of a movie uh, based on a guy who went on collect uh, every single Nintendo game ever made. Oh yes, please put mm-hmm. that up. I would love to fucking read that. Sounds fire. Uh, you can find all that on Geekscape.net. You can follow us uh, at Geekscape Games on Twitter. I'm at Shane O'Hare, SS Jakin on digital gaming platforms. Uh, I am at D Cranavelt on Twitter and uh, Captain K17 on Fallout 4. And I am at the King of Mars and uh, you can see me at same handle on PS4, the King of Mars. Have fab. Uh, maybe we can uh, all play some Destiny together. Oh, wait. That'll no, uh, Des- Destiny won't let me because I didn't buy more <laughs> stuff for it. Uh, we'll see you guys. I, I only bought the game once, so I'm not allowed to play. Back here next week. <laughs> <laughs> With Josh. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.